I want to talk a little bit about, I don't know how to word this, I guess how you look or how you identify with how you look, your self-perception, you know, what's most important to you and how you look. Um, when you look in the mirror, are you, what do you see? Do you see somebody that you find is attractive or do you find somebody that's unattractive or are you like most of us, we're just sort of neutral, you know, we have good days and bad days. You may look in the mirror one day and say, hey, you look good in that shirt or whatever. You have other days where you're like, oh man, what the hell is that? What the <laughs> Those days can be really frustrating. And what it comes down to is, is how you identify with how you look and, and why that is. You know, for example, um, where did you learn that? Sort of look back at, at, in, at your life and sort of develop, I don't know, sort of like a perspective on where you came up with this notion of who you look like or what you look like and why you look like the way you look. So, for example, your parents growing up, you know, you watch them. They're your role models. You know, they you watch them and how they take care of themselves. You know, is your father was your father into um, you know nice clothing and, and groomed hair and groomed face and well shaved and tan and cologne and all that kind of stuff, or was he sort of a he's sort of an outdoorsy guy? He's kind of whatever, muffed up hair, put on his hat, put on his flannel, and went outside to work and grew his beards and you know, I mean. Think about your role models, even your mother too. Your mothers, our mothers, um, you know how they took care of themselves. Was she, was she fancy? Was she wearing dresses and fancy hairstyles and different things, or was she earthy, crunchy? Was she laid back? Sometimes our parents are, are self-conscious and they uh, they ridicule themselves and don't like how they look. All of these things will have an impact on how how you take care of yourself and what your perception is of of what you look like. Also, your surroundings. If you have brothers, sisters, friends, people that you live with, people that are around you, um, the, the people in your school and your communities, they all have an impact on that as well. Because if you're living in a school, let's say, and um, you know there's sort of these cliques and groups of people that are wearing the, the, the nicest, fanciest clothing and things, um, that may that may give you a little bit of stress. That may feel, make you feel a little uncomfortable, like you have to um, have the same kind of stuff they do. You know, this, I guess they call that peer pressure sometimes. So that's a possibility. Um, I think it's human nature for for people to look at things and, and form perceptions on their own. So if you're working in an office building, let's say, and you, you go to work and you don't have as nice a suit or dress as others do, you know, you may feel if you have a personality that's a little, eh, lack a little bit of self-esteem, let's say, um, you may think, oh gosh, I, I don't have a very nice dress here or a nice suit. I, I look like crap next to these people. Um, that'll have an effect on how you dress. You may think, oh, I got to go buy a new suit now. I got to go buy a new dress. I got to keep up with the Joneses. I have to look like those people do. And 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 just, I again, I think like any emotion, it's important to, to watch that and look at that and sort of, I don't know, kind of critique that. And, um, and why? Why would you do that? Because you really want to have a, a good comfortable lifestyle. You don't want to have to worry about that kind of stuff. And it could be really stressful. It could be very, very stressful when you get into a habit 
that's a key word here is habit when you have a real create a real strong habit of basing everything on how you look and how you identify with how you look so you know for example if you're always worried about your hair you're worried about um, your graying hair you're losing hair um, you have a self-perception about what you look like you know like for example you you think I have to have um, my hair I have to have blonde hair constantly I have to dye my hair constantly and get it dyed and permed or not permed but colored or whatever to look a certain way and, and why is that why are you creating that identity it can be very very innocent it can be very very um, actually enjoyable to create some kind of identity so there are people that identify with you know I don't know I kind of like like from a guy's perspective I like having short hair little bit of a, a, a short hairstyle because it's easy to maintain. I think it looks, looks kind of cool. It's okay to have that individual look and feel. Um, I, I like a mixture of wearing different clothing, you know, jeans and a t-shirt, probably my favorite, but I enjoy sweatpants and t-shirts. I like wearing nice dressy shirts sometimes for certain occasions. I, um, I admire fash, good fashion. You know, whenever I go shopping, I admire it. But that can be very... Um, I don't know, that can become a real bad situation too because if you over if you over focus on how you look and over obsess about, for example, you know, if your shoes are scuffed, you gotta get another pair of shoes, or you find that you have to, the keyword here is have to have a pair, you know, 14, 15, 20, 30 pairs of shoes, that can get very expensive and that becomes a, a self-fulfilling prophecy because you're never happy. You think that shoes, more shoes are gonna make you feel better. Or more clothes, more pants, more shirts, more more coats. <clears throat> All this stuff is going to make you happier. It's going to make you feel better. And it's just important to observe that and watch that because if that's what happens, that can create a real negative lifestyle and create a real problem for yourself and others, but especially for yourself. Um, so we we're constantly creating our identities. I think it's super important to let go and, and let the way you were created uh, b sort of emphasize your identity. And what that means is that deep down, you kind of know deep down what makes you comfortable and who you are as a person. You know your talents and abilities. You know what you're comfortable with. When you go to a store, I'm focusing on how you look now, and you look at clothing, you're gonna be attracted to certain things. So make sure that you're attracted to the right kind of look that, that you feel comfortable in, that you feel is right to you. And it's not because you want to look like somebody else or something else, which can also be okay. You know, um, you see things on people that, that you say, ooh, that's a cool looking outfit. Um, and, and we aspire that. That's actually healthy. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think mimicking and miming others, what, what's, that, what's that saying? Um, I think it's like flattery is I can't remember how it goes but it's something like that that imitation is the best kind of flattery or something like that as a creative artist I can tell you that that comes up quite often where I'll look at something and I'll be fascinated by it and I want to try to create something similar or different than that but similar you know that's okay that can be healthy so there's healthy perceptions of how you look and there's unhealthy perceptions of how you look if you look in the mirror and, you, and, you, and you're struggling, 
with how you look. You think you're ugly, let's say. And I know people like this. They struggle with this. They think they're unattractive. They think there's something wrong with them. They think they don't like their eyes. They don't like their ears, their nose, their wrinkles, their fat, their, their this, their teeth, their this, their that, or whatever. Um, and and I've struggled with that over in my life. I, I know what that's like. I've been there before. And it's it's an odd thing. And, and what's funny about that is that once you begin to understand this, that there's no truth to that at all. You're creating this whole mindset of how you look and how you identify in your own mind because that's where it's happening. In the invisible, magical, and spiritual mind. You know, you can't cut your mind out. You can't cut the thoughts of how you look out with a scalpel and put it in a cup, can you? It's all part of your mind. It's made by mind. It's created by mind. It's charged by mind. It's pushed by mind. It's all developed by mind. And it's your mind that creates that. So it becomes a habit. So your self-perception and your identification with how you look is all self-created. Because think about how you look at everything out in life. And you find some things attractive and some things unattractive and some things neutral. Well, everybody's going to have their own perception. So if you're basing how you look and your identification and your self-perception on how others might think of a, about you, you can begin to understand why you're going to drive yourself crazy because you're never, ever, ever going to make any everybody happy. And, and again, it drives you crazy. And the most important person to make, make feel like, like you're important is you yourself. So you're sort of, you know, disappointing yourself. And think of how, I don't want to use the word crazy because it's not crazy. They're just, they're just mind habits. And we're all, we're all in this tiny little world together. We're all in our tiny little minds trying to live a good life and enjoying ourselves. Who doesn't want to look in the mirror and just think, ah, I just, I'm, I'm happy with it. You don't want to look in the mirror and say, yeah, ooh, I love that, you know. Although there's nothing wrong with that either, but that can just get a little egotistical and selfish and that has another set of problems. But to be able to, like I'm sitting outside right now and I'm looking at nature and it's obviously beautiful. You know, you look at a rock as a rock. You look at the snow around the trees. It's, it's beautiful. You're just observing. So if you could observe yourself like that and just, just accept, just look at yourself and accept what you see and you know, do what you can with it to take care of it and do your best to, you know, do your hair the way you want to do and wear the clothing you want to wear and just be comfortable and just sort of learn to accept yourself and appreciate yourself for what you are. If you don't like what you see, then you can change it, but make sure it's a healthy desire. If you feel a little out of shape, maybe you're a little overweight or underweight and you want to do something with that, there are a lot of ways you can do that, but make sure it's because of the right reasons. It's because you want to feel like you're the best version of yourself. That's the absolute positively most important thing. It's not so you have six-pack abs. It's not how you so you have sexy legs. It's not so you have gorgeous this or that. You know, we have we, we don't want to um, imitate the models on the on the magazine covers or in the TV channels or in social media. We don't want to look like, uh, you know, the, the, the buff dragon slayers that guys see. You know, growing up, I, I grew up with the whole uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone. You know, you got to be cool. You got to be James Bond. You got to be chiseled abs and things like this. Um, it's just really, really dangerous. And it takes you farther away from the best version of yourself. Because you, what you have right there in front of you when you look in the mirror is, is you. It's the unique you that you have to offer. 
and, and for example, I could meet you and I could love to talk to you and I wouldn't be looking at your hair and, and clothing and saying, oh, gosh, I'd be fascinated talking to you, just having a conversation because you're unique, you're different. It's, it's fun, fun to talk to other people and get to know who they are and, you know, it has nothing to do with what you look like. I think some of the best lessons in my life are that when I practice thinking like, if I were to shut my eyes, what, my, what would my experience be of you? And that says a lot. It's an interesting experiment to do because if you don't, if you don't look, if you don't judge people based on how they look and you just listen, do you ever have moments where, <coughs> excuse me, where somebody's talking to you in a real kind voice and it feels really good? It's nothing to do with how you look. So keep in mind of that. Keep in mind letting go. Can you let go of this perception you have? And even just a little. So let's say, for example, um, you just think you're getting old and ugly or whatever. Okay, let me, I'm just picking out a hat here. <clears throat> what if you let that perception go and redefined yourself, redefined the self? Meaning it's not based on how you look. It's not based on your age. It's not based on wrinkles. It's not based on gray or bl black or blue or whatever hair you got. It's not based on any of that. It can be an expression of who you are. You know, you, you know, I've met some really, really exuberant, energetic people with, with bright gray hair, blue hair, black hair, brown hair. It doesn't really make a difference. It's just sort of kind of part of who they are. Um, but what happens is that if you're, if you're not identifying with your best side of yourself and not letting go of some of that grasping you have onto how you, quote unquote, should look, you're what I call hiding the treasure, so pretend that you have an a incredible treasure inside of you, which you do, by the way. You have this thing called the self, a beautiful self that was created. Again, God creates it all, and you were created. And how do we know that? Because you are here, and you were created with certain talents and abilities. And you were, and you were born with the eyes you have. You're born with the, uh, the body you have. Uh, you're born with the ability to, and how you take care of that body. You have all kinds of wonderful things. And deep inside of that is just this beautiful energy. And sometimes we're hiding that treasure by self-identifying with something we don't care for. A horrible, painful self-perception. And, and again, like I've said before with other things, that it's really important to self-reflect on that and be honest with that. And, and try to redefine yourself by letting go and letting the truest, uh, freest part of you come out. And when you do that, you're going to experience a lot of, of freedom and joy. So give it a try. Start to focus a little bit more on letting go, loosening up. Have a bad hair day. Just relax. Wear what's comfortable. Be yourself. Let the world get to know the better part of you and less about what you look like.